Big win for the Tiger Cats. They get their first victory of the 2021 season, 27-10 over the Alouettes. And fans were certainly happy here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter podcast starts now. We've been talking Tiger Cats football for over 50 years. Welcome to the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin, and uh, a victory to talk about tonight. But before we get to that, I do have to send uh, our apologies once again for the technical snafu that, uh, uh, and I'll explain it in a second, that really... Uh, sacked our coverage of Ticats football, at least in the first quarter. If you missed it, we did have some uh, streaming issues, some internet issues, and we were down for the count for a little bit. It is, uh, we eventually got it back, and uh, we carried, you know, most uh, most of the game. But it is also affecting our ability to broadcast uh, still, if you can believe it, uh, all these hours later on Facebook Live. So it, this is strictly an online and on radio, the old-fashioned way. Uh, fifth quarter. So apologies to all those who were trying to get in on uh, CHML's Facebook page to comment on tonight's Tiger Cats victory. Yes, indeedy do. It's now one and two for the Black and Golds. They beat Montreal tonight 27 to 10. And I think full marks to the Ticats for tonight's win. There was a lot of Anxiousness, some apprehensions, some worries, some second guessing, some head scratching amongst Tycath faithful because staring at an 0 and 3 record is way worse than 1 and 2, especially heading into a big game on Labor Day. So, huge win for the Ticats tonight in more ways than one. Not only did they get the win, but as I mentioned earlier, uh, when I was kind of dipping in and out of our pregame show, that was kind of dipping in and out. Um, I wanted to see how they played tonight because they did not play good in Winnipeg. They did not play well in Saskatchewan. But tonight, no one can say the Tiger Cats did not play well. Yeah, there were some times where drive stalled, the defense didn't do its job, the special teams failed. You're always going to get that. But all in all, the Ticats performed tonight. This is the fifth quarter. Yes, it's powered by Eastgate Ford. And another big thanks to Lance and all the people at Eastgate Ford for jumping on board with the sponsorship again this year. And you're listening to the mighty fifth quarter on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. So what are we going to do today if you're new to the program? Well, it's simple. We're going to break down what just happened in La Belle Provence at Percival Molson Stadium. I think we'll all enjoy a two points in the win column for the Tiger Cats. We will all vote for a player of the game. I have my vote all set to be unleashed, and I'm fairly certain there's going to be three guys that will be mentioned for player of the game. Uh, we're also going to anoint a fifth-quarter fan of the night. We have our big play of the game that we'll get to, and you probably have a sense of what that big play was. And uh, we'll unleash some stats as well, if the internet plays nice. And to that end, yes, emails are coming in, tweets are coming in. Uh, If you send a tweet and it doesn't make it on the show, 
It's because our darn internet is uh, not working up to snuff. Uh, so saying all that, I think it's nice to finally say that the Tiger Cats, especially coming off a bye and going into Labor Day, have a victory. So that is something to celebrate. 905-645-3221 is the phone number to call. That's 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cellular device. You can also send me an email, rick at 900chml.com. At Rick Samprin on Twitter, you can also tweet at am900chml. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the fifth quarter podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. So I'm just going to come out and say who my fifth quarter player of the game is. And that is Frankie Williams. He was outstanding. Outstanding. Defensively got the job done. Nothing was getting in the Frankie Williams zone tonight because he was in the zone tonight. Special teams... Excellent returns. He was a difference maker tonight. And he had what is and what was the big play of the game. That interception that not only led to a touchdown and the only points off turnovers tonight, but it, I think, secured the Tiger Cats' victory. He picks off Vernon Adams Jr. A few plays later, it's Evans to Kalinich. And it's 20 to 10 uh, with about 10 minutes to go. And that is the clincher. Who's your player of the game? Call in now, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can send an email, rick at 900chml.com. And on Twitter, at am900chml, at Rick Samper. Let's go to the top of the deck, line one. Dave is on the line. Dave, thanks for calling the fifth quarter. How are you? Hi, Rick. How are you, sir? I am uh, feeling pretty good tonight. How about you? Hello, Dave. Uh, can you hear me, Rick? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, no, I can. I couldn't. Okay, hear sorry. Yeah, no, I, just, I was just saying, I feel pretty good. Ah, uh, that's fantastic. Uh, we saw a character tonight. Yes. I remember the last couple games saying, "Don't panic. We got to get guys back," and that really showed tonight, especially on the defense. You got to love the defense. I mean, they played a very good game, you know. And uh, I agree with you 100. Frankie Williams, hands down. Got to love what Dane Evans did. Got to love what Dunbar did. Um, it was it was a win that was needed, and they showed the character to do it. They looked like a totally different team tonight. Uh, there's still a couple things they have to work on. Uh, you know, I'm, the offensive line still has to be worked on. Yes. Uh, you know, um, and the punter, I'm kind of, not the punter, the uh, field goal, field goal? I'm kind yep. of concerned, concerned about. But we're heading in the right direction. We've still got more people to come back on offense. So, um, you know, I, I think um, – you know, like I said earlier, it's not wasn't time to panic in the first two games. We have a lot of people out, and as they came back, you definitely see a difference tonight. And but having those guys back also probably spurred this team on, and this team knew they had to win, and they they did it. And that's what that's what is great about tonight. Well, consider what happened over the last several days. You know, Jeremiah Masoli starts. Uh, practice number one as the starter, and they're all thinking, all right, he's going to start this game. But, you know, he suffered the rib injuries in Saskatchewan, and that's two weeks ago. And he, you know, he was sore, so they anoint Evans the starter. Uh, Jagera Davis breaks COVID-19 protocol accidentally or inadvertently, we're being told. He can't go. So right right off the hop, you know, there's some adversity that this team has to overcome. 
Um, forget that they're 0-2, but they came out and they executed tonight. Full marks. You're right about who you just, what you said about Davis and those guys being out. And when they come back, we're even going to be better. Um, yeah, it's, it was it was a great character game because they could have folded. And, uh, you know, I don't think it will surprise anybody if Evan starts the next game in, on Labor Day. Oh, I think, yeah, I think that's got to be automatic. So your he player looks- of the game is Frankie? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I'm going to give honorable mention to Evans and Dunbar. Like, this Dunbar guy, he might have some good potential, but oh yeah, hands down, Frankie, there's no question about it. Excellent. Dave, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest you of your too. weekend. You too. Bye. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email me your thoughts on tonight's Tiger Cats victory, 27-10, to 10, the final score. That email address, rick at 900chml.com. Anthony on email says, hello, Rick. Only got to watch the second half today, and watching the second half, I see Dane Evans lead us to a win, something Masoli is yet to do, frankly, against a very good Montreal team. Evans gets the start for Labor Day. O-line still needs work, and what's with all the penalties? Got to clean that up for next week. Overall, the win was big, and hopefully everyone injured is back for Labor Day. Oski wee wee, that from Anthony. And he raises a couple of good things. Number one, Dane Evans. Yeah, absolutely Dane Evans is starting on Labor Day. There should be no question. Zero, none, zilch. He's the guy. Because what he showed tonight was an effectiveness to get the ball out of his hands quickly. And I know Tommy Condell, the offensive coordinator, built the scheme for this week, and we saw a lot quicker plays, whether it was bubble screens or screens to STE or just throwing the ball downfield before the defenders got to him. The O-line definitely needs some work because Evans was sacked six times tonight. That is way too much. Two or three, maybe four. All right, now you're stretching it. When you get to six, something has gone terribly wrong. And I know a lot of those ones were coverage sacks. Evans is looking downfield. Nothing's happening. But still, a lot of them weren't. And penalties? Absolutely. Nine penalties for the Tiger Cats tonight. 126 yards. Now again, Montreal took a lot of penalties as well. Eight for 86 but nine penalties for 126, you've basically given Montreal a free pass all the way down the field for the bulk of the game. That just can't happen. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Who is your player of the game, and uh, what are your thoughts on tonight's game? Back to the phones we go. Dave, number two, calling into the show, as always. Dave, good evening, and welcome to the fifth quarter. How are you? Hey, Rick. How's it going? I'm uh, pretty good. How about you? It's awesome. To be honest, I wasn't able to call in the first two shows, you know, late games. Usually go to bed after the game, but, you know, it's so awesome to hear your voice and uh, us talking on the fifth quarter. You know, I download the podcast, so I listen to the first two. But, I mean, to be watching Ticap football now, it's pretty awesome. Well, thank you very much. Yes, it is awesome to be watching games again, especially after the year that we've gone through uh, and not having a season last year. It's it's fun to be back and talking football, and I'm glad you download the podcast and keep up with uh, what's happening on the post-game show. So uh, what are your thoughts on tonight's game? So tonight, I mean, obviously I'm happy. It was a big win. Um, but, uh, you know, <laughs> injuries are still a problem with this team, and and, I, and I, I can't wait for these guys to get back. Like, you look at how Dunbar Jr. played today, and then you think about Addison and Posey coming back. That's going to be a pretty pretty stellar receiving core right there. And, you know, tonight we didn't see too much to Banks, but, 
you know, they're they're really covering them because there's no other options. But now with Dunbar and Ackland and you bring Posey and Addison back, that's going to be a pretty good pretty good receiving core. Banks touched the ball three times tonight. He had two catches for just five yards, and he had one carry for 21 yards. He was really ineffective, or at least Montreal took him out of the game. But, yeah, they couldn't stop Dunbar. He had six catches for 95 yards in that spectacular touchdown. And I would say Tim White had a pretty good game as well. He had three catches, 62 yards. He was uh, an impactful player. Oh, indeed, and uh, absolutely. I mean, um, I, I was very impressed with Dunbar tonight. One thing, I, another guy I was impressed with was Laurent. I mean, they made a lot of um, uh, second and short stops. And, you know, they showed him on the sideline. He just seemed like he was lumbering. Like, you know the injuries are catching up to him. He's been in the league for 11 years, mm-hmm. but he's still out there. He's throwing it around, and, and I just love to see it. And, you know, as, as per usual, he'll be an important part of this team down the stretch. Yeah, it's uh, it's safe to say Teddy is not 100%, but even even at 50%, he's an unbelievable player and and you know, being right. being a national as well. I mean, that is a huge addition so many years ago for the Ticats. Who's your player of the game? I think uh, you know, I was <laughs> until the Williams interception in, in late in the game, it was it was pretty tight between Williams and and Ciante Evans. I thought Evans really set the tone for the defense. He wasn't letting anything anything happened around him. But you know what? Williams put them in field position all night, and even with the interception, he put them in fantastic field position. He's easily the player of the game. Yes, I agree. Dave, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Cheers, buddy. Uh, Dave's exit means there's one spot for you to hop on here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. You can join the fun by picking up your cell phone and dialing star 9900 or call 905-645-3221. You can email your thoughts about tonight's game, rick at 900chml.com or at am900chml. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Alan on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, says we will take the win. Defense. Making things happen tonight, kept Steinbeck and Vernon Adams in check. My player of the game was Frankie Williams, bringing in on special teams and defense. See ya Labor Day. Hashtag fifth quarter. Jim writes, now that's a little more like it. The D looked much more solid with a healthy Ted Laurent in secondary, and Frankie played amazing. Dare I say that the Ticats actually looked like they were having fun? Hashtag Oski Wee Wee. Hashtag Ticats, hashtag fifth quarter, hashtag 900CHML. Love the hashtags, Jim. And Richard on Twitter as well says, Player of the game, Frankie Williams. But Siante Evans looked impressive, being held constantly and still making the plays. And Steve Dunbar Jr., what a start to a career. A lot of work still has to be done, but a win feels great. And Richard, that is exactly right. Winning cures all ails, doesn't it? Ticats 27 Alouettes 10, both teams now 1 and 2, and that sounds a whole lot better than 0 and 3, doesn't it? Back to the phones we go, and Norm is on the line. Norm, welcome to the fifth quarter. How are you? Not too bad. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for calling in. I'm just calling in. uh, I give this win to a very dear friend of mine that was a very avid Dicat fan, Cat's Claws, every fundraiser they ever had. And he recently passed from COVID. His name was John Mitchell. And uh, he would be happy they won that game. I think he won that game for them. And I just wanted to put that out there. 
I recall, yeah, I recall meeting John a few times during the Cat's Claws fan club uh, wall of honor uh, yep. dinner functions. And, yep. uh, yeah, you talk about rabid Ticats fans. Oh, John was there. John was the guy. He's recently passed. I, he was a good friend of mine, fishing buddy of mine. And we argued. I could All I had to do if I wanted to start an argument with him is say the Ticats stink. <laughs> <clears throat> and he would blow up at me, eh? And the claws came out, eh? <clears throat> oh, the claws came out, yep. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Ticats might have won tonight, but they lost their best fan. Well, I'm sure John is looking down now and, and thinking, hey, they, they're on the board with a win. Uh, this team might just go all the way. And, uh, you know, maybe his spirit just kind of led them on to victory tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking positive. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Norm, who's your player of the game tonight? Maybe in honor of John. Who, who do you think he would pick? John Mitchell. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it sounds right. He led them into it. He <laughs> won this game. That sounds about right. Norm, right, appreci- nice, appreciate nice the call. talking to you. All right, have a good one. Ciao. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. Yes, John Mitchell, uh, nicknamed Zoomy. You, you, you know, if you've been to any Cat's Claws function, and I emceed a number of these um, Wall of Honor dinner, Walk of Fame dinners. Uh, yeah, he was always there. Always there. His mom runs the Cat's Claws fan club, and you know they've been around for decades. Always giving of their time, always volunteering, always talking about the Tiger Cats, keeping them alive in the community. And, uh, yeah, so we, uh, we send our condolences to the Mitchell family as uh, John Mitchell passes away. Uh, Incredible Ticats fan. So it's good that Norm called in and uh, you know, mentioned that because that is a great tribute to John. At Rick Samprin is the Twitter handle to send me your thoughts and your player of the game votes after Hamilton's 27-10 win over the Montreal Alouettes tonight. You can also send your tweet at AM900CHML. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Email Rick at 900CHML.com. And on the phone... Star 9900 on your cell, 905-645-3221. Now, we were trying to broadcast live on CHML's Facebook page, as we've done so from time to time, or really over the last number of years here in the fifth quarter, but our Internet issues persist, and uh, it's not playing nice with Facebook Live. So no Facebook Live tonight. We will definitely, you know, if the Internet participates, uh, do that next week, or at least after the Labor Day Classic. And can you believe Labor Day is here Already. Subscribe to the Fifth Quarter Podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Don't miss an episode. And also rate and review and be nice. Hey, we're voting for our player of the game tonight. My vote is for Frankie Williams with three other votes for Williams. Some honorable mentions for Siante Evans is Steve Dunbar Jr., one for Dane Evans, who had a pretty strong game tonight. Uh, RH on Twitter says player of the game is Frankie Williams. Play of the game to STE. Yeah, that was a pretty good run, especially the hurdle. O-line still needs a lot of work. And Mark writes, great game by the Cats. Big win. Player of the game, Dane Evans. Hashtag fifth quarter. So let me keep tabs here. Another for Williams. Another for Dane Evans. And uh, one more tweet before we go back to the phones. Hammy writes, co-players of the game, Frankie and Dane. Good run, D. And a big win tonight for the Cats. They really needed that. They did not want to go into Labor Day 
0-3. Back to the phones we go. Jason has called in to the fifth quarter. Jason, hello. Hello, how are you doing, Rick? I am great. It is nice to hear your voice. It is good to hear your voice, too, my friend. How have uh, you been? Listen, um, i got to say for tonight's game, yeah. the entire team played very well. And i got to say, uh, Frankie... The player Frankie there, he, he's he got all the makings to go to Hollywood with the plays he had today. <laughs> he's got the name, doesn't he? That's it. And uh, Dane Evans, uh, the quarterback, exceptional plays. I got to say, they got to protect him so he can go through right down the stretch. Yeah, six sacks tonight is a little too much for my liking, that's for sure. Yes. And I got to say, the whole team played well. The, my, my pick is Erlington. Okay. He's the Duke of Tim Hortons Field. <laughs> and, and this is the year of the Tiger Cats. This is the Tiger Cats autumn twilight and winter solstice. Wow. So the That's stars are think. aligned is what you're saying. I'm, I'm saying let's go Tiger Cats. Uh, you know what? I can't argue with anything you're saying. I like what you're putting down. And uh, I also like your player of the game for Sean Thomas, uh, Sean Thomas Erlington. Thank you very much, Rick, and give my best to the entire staff and everybody down at CHML. And I just want to say all the best from us here at Gerald A. Lodge. You got it. Jason, appreciate the call. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you very much, Rick. You you have a good weekend as well, and keep up the good show stuff, my friend. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah, Sean Thomas Erlington. He had 10 carries tonight, 73 yards and a touchdown, and that 25-yard run was absolutely spectacular. That hurdle... Darting down the field, finished off that drive with a TD run. Uh, He was really good tonight, especially at the start of the game as Hamilton's establishing the run. You know, he wasn't wasn't, uh, chunking off, you know, 10, 20-yard runs. But, you know, four yards here, five yards here, a pass catch out of the backfield. Um, Yeah, STE, certainly deserving of player of the game, Recognition Again, my vote, Frankie Williams. He was outstanding tonight. Probably his best game in a Ticats uniform in a long, long time. And I guess you could probably say that for many guys because it has been a long, long time before this team uh, has won a game. The last time they won was the Eastern Final. Like 600-some-odd days ago. So it's finally uh, a victory is here, and it's, it's really nice to uh, celebrate that victory. Uh, back to the email we go, and this one is from Steve. He writes, greetings and oski wee wee salutations to you, Sir Rick. Much improved effort on the part of the Cats tonight. O-line still needs some fine-tuning, but Evans made up for it with decisive playmaking and quick releases. Great effort special teams. Defense was stellar and disciplined. Anytime an offense puts 27 points on the board, they will have a great chance at winning a game. Player of the game is Frankie Williams. That email from Steve in Niagara Falls. Let's go back to the phones. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Again, you can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at Rick Samprin, at am900chml. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Back to the phones we go, and Don has called in the fifth quarter. Don, good evening. Thanks for calling. Hey, Rick. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? Good. Um, I called you week one. I think uh, your guy there had me down as Tom, but uh, <laughs> we apologize. Done. Okay. And I called you week one, and I told you it won't take long before Dean Evans comes to fruition yes. as the better quarterback on this team. And here we are. And you won the game tonight because of that quarterback. 
He was under just as much pressure, if not more, than the games Mazzoli's played, and he stayed composed. He missed one ball to Banks that I would have loved for him to hit that one because that was a touchdown. Mm -hmm. But other than that, he was composed. He kept his team composed. And uh, and that's the difference. And watch us go now. If he could get time, if he had time tonight, it's probably a blowout. Oh, if he had time tonight, he he would have been over 300 yards, probably four touchdowns, and you know almost 80 percent completion because he was spot on even under duress. He was, you know, I would describe Dane Evans' play tonight as tidy. He didn't make mistakes. He knew when to eat it because the pressure was too much. He, you know, found his targets downfield at a sensational throw to Dunbar. Um, Dane Evans was great tonight. Absolutely. So Dane Evans is your player of the game? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you got? You can't, you can't underestimate how big that return is on the very first play of the game. Oh, yeah. To just show your team we're not losing tonight. And then the drive follows that. And then he followed it up with, this game isn't decided yet. I'll go out there and make a play to decide it. So it's Frankie Williams. Yeah, he was amazing. I mean, you talk about setting the tone. He did it. And then he put the, you know, the stake into the heart of the Alouettes in, in the fourth quarter as well with that, with that pick that almost was a pick six. I mean, a few more yards and he would have been in the end zone. Absolutely. And it shouldn't even come close to being a pick six. He makes three or four moves to make it come close. Yeah, exactly. So he, he, he gets that nod. For that, but I believe we win this game because we finally play our best players. Yeah, and there's more players to come, and that's maybe the scary thing for the upcoming opposition is, you know, when Addison and Posey and Van Zyl come back, Jagera Davis, I mean, Dylan Wynn when he's healthy, uh, this team might be scary down the stretch. Husky wee wee, Rick. You got it. Don, appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend. Take care. Uh, that means there's a spot for you on the line here, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can send me your email and vote for your player of the game, rick at 900chml.com. And on Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at am900chml at Rick Samprin. Email from uh, Anthony. This is the different Anthony. Rick, a much-needed win. It's evident there is still holes in the O-line. Domagala wasn't great. Confidence going into Labor Day is huge. I would give my player of the game to either Frankie or Dunbar, but let's give Pooh some credit. He actually called a good game. An email from Anthony, and Anthony referring to referee Andre Pooh, who uh, there was a lot of flags on the field tonight. We'll give him that, and it wasn't all from him, but you know, I thought one of the keys in this game, or one of the that's not necessarily a turning point, but it certainly changed the complexity of the end of the first half. You know, there's that no yards call against the Tiger Cats. And head coach Orlando Steinauer throws the flag. And there's about, I don't know, a minute 13 or so, minute 20, I think. Um, and he throws the flag because, hey, the returner on Montreal touched the football before the Tiger Cats cover team breached the five-yard halo. And so they went to review. And the review, I thought, pretty definitively showed that there was a five-yard gap between the Ticats and the Montreal return man, who, yes, touched the ball before it touched the turf, and then he recovered it. So, you know, Montreal doesn't get that 15 extra yards, maybe doesn't get an opportunity for a field goal, and uh, who knows, it could have been tied at 13 in halftime instead. Ticats lead 13-10 to 10 going into the half, no scoring in the third, despite a couple of field goal opportunities 
for Hamilton, but Domagala misses is from 58 or from 38 and then 50. It's still 13-10. You get the interception. You get the touchdown for Kalinich, and it's pretty much game over. It's 20 to 10 at that point. STE makes it 27 to 10, and Bob's your uncle. It's two points for the Tiger Cats. It's those little things in the game that really makes a big difference. Back to the phones we go, and Steve is on the line. Steve, good evening. Thanks for calling the fifth quarter. How you doing, Rick? I'm good. I'm in Hamilton this evening. Uh, we know all about technical difficulties out here. My email's down, so I'm calling you live this evening. Well, I appreciate Steve. it. Um, just had to say, great win for the Cats. Um, I hate to start a quarterback controversy back home, <laughs> but man... Dale Evans, he, he looked good. He looked really good. It's like some of the other callers said. He was under a lot of pressure for most of the game, and he kept his composure. And uh, I also got to give another shout-out to the defense. Man, they they shut Steinbeck down. I don't know what his total yards was, but it had to be under 30, wasn't it? Uh, it was almost under 30. He had 12 carries for 40 yards. So 40 that, yards, that's yeah. doing a great job. And he had one catch for 4 yards. So 44 total yards to one of the premier backs in the CFL, that is a job well done. Shut him down totally. Player of the game, i got to give it to Frankie. Uh, he gave us great field position, and uh, I think it's the start of maybe start of something good. we just got to get that O-line sorted out, and uh, I think we'll be away. What's your gut tell you for Labor Day? I think Evans is probably going to start, and uh, if they can make a few more adjustments on the O-line, Coming into coming into uh, Tim Hortons Field, we should crush them, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> well, crush that, them. <laughs> that's the hope, right? That's the hope, yeah. my friend. Toronto, Toronto's playing some good ball. They have some yeah, talent on their team, but yeah, you know the Ticats. If all things being equal, and if both teams are healthy, I think the Ticats are the better team. I saw an improvement in Banks tonight too. It's too bad he got missed on that long uh, on that long pass, but he seems to be getting open a little bit more. And I think putting him back. Uh, with uh, Frank on punt returns was probably a good thing for his head. Yeah. You know, hopefully they do a little more of that. Well, and, you know, when you see uh, production from other guys like Dunbar, like Acklin has been doing all season, you know, defenses have to now respect those guys, and suddenly there's some opportunity for a guy like Banks who's not going to be double teamed or doesn't have to be, you know, quartered into a certain part of the field, and he's going to make, uh, you know, opposing teams pay. Absolutely, absolutely. No, I think uh, it was sure great to see the win, and uh, I'm going to be cheering loud for our guys on the long weekend. And Toronto comes into Tim Hortons Field, and I think we'll crush them, Rick. <laughs> hey, that sounds good to me. Steve, appreciate the call. Do it more often. Take care. <laughs> you too. Take care. Uh, nice call from Steve. Yeah, he usually emails, but it's great to uh, it's great to talk to fans after a win or after a loss. It's great to talk to fans. Period. 27 to 10, the final Tiger Cats over the Alouettes tonight. Hamilton's first win since the 2019 Eastern Final. Think about that for a second. The 2019 Eastern Final. And obviously, we know what happened last year. There was no games at all. But it feels like an eternity since Hamilton last won a game. And obviously, starting 0 2 did not help things. But this was a big win tonight. Not only in the way that they played, easily Hamilton's best game of the year. Not even close to how this team performed in Winnipeg and Regina in weeks one and two. But also going into Labor Day, that arch-rival Toronto, 
who should have played last night, but has now gotten an extra bye week, basically, and is going to be off all next week. So they're going to have almost two and a half full weeks off. Argo's going to be well-rested. The Ticats, hopefully, will be a lot sharper in that Labor Day Classic. And, of course, that game will be live here on 900 CHML. We'll have the pregame show and, of course, the fifth quarter after that game. Uh, phones are open until 11.30 this evening, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Call in with your thoughts on tonight's Ticats win and vote for your player of the game. Frankie Williams is running away with the player of the game tonight. Uh, it's not even close. You've got 12 votes already. Dane Evans is next with three. And deservedly so. Frankie was outstanding tonight. The opening kickoff return, the great field position, the interception that led to uh, the touchdown to make it 20-10, to 10, uh, great defensive plays. What more do you, can he ask? He was sensational. Should have put him on offense. He had the hot hand. Maybe he would have scored an offensive touchdown as well. Great game for Frankie Williams and uh, on his way to becoming the player of the game uh, here on the fifth quarter. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can also tweet us. Use the hashtag fifth quarter at am900chml, at Rick Samprin, and uh, or send me an email, rick at 900chml.com. Dave on Twitter writes, much better game tonight. D looks solid all game. O-line still needs work, and our kicker looks rough. Once fully healthy, this team can go on a run in the East. Hashtag fifth quarter. Absolutely right, Dave. Much better game tonight. The D looked good. You know, holding stand back to 40 rushing yards on 12 carries uh, was phenomenal. Vernon Adams Jr., 16 of 31 tonight. That's 51 0.6% completion percentage. Threw for just 171 yards. One TD, one interception. He was contained. And, yeah, I, you know, Michael Dalamala kicks a 13-yard field goal, the, Hamilton's first field goal of the season. And he had a couple of opportunities in the third to probably solidify his standing as this team's field goal kicker but misses wide left on both a 38- and 50-yard field goal attempt. So as of right now, this team has got to improve its kicking uh, in the game because there are going to be several games from here on in that, you know, they'll need a field goal, and they'll need a big field goal at a crucial time. So if you can't hit a 38-yarder, in near-perfect weather conditions, um, you know, with, with the score being 13-10 at the time, this team needs some kicking help. As of right now, I haven't seen either of the two guys, Bertolette or Domalgala, uh, prove to me that they can, you know, grab that ring and run with it. Maybe we'll see something different on Labor Day, but right now... That is a part of this team that has me a little worried. Michael on Twitter writes, the great fans who made the Trek to Montreal player of the game. And there was a pretty good fan turnout in Montreal. Yeah, we saw a few Ticats fans. Always great to see. Ticats fans travel well. They certainly do. Joe on Twitter writes, Frankie Williams for his player of the game. And Jimmy V writes, for me, it's Dane 
just like 19 all over again, Oski Wiwi. Dane Evans picking up a player of the game vote. You can call in with your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. We're live until 1130 tonight, so lots of time for you to come on the fifth quarter and talk some tie cats. On the email we go, Paul emails Frankie Williams for his player of the game. Still concerned about our own line giving up way too many sacks. We need a field goal kicker. The Tiger Cats uniforms tonight were bad. <laughs> the white pants are horrible. The team's colors are black and gold, and they should always wear gold pants at home and away. That email from Paul. This is something that we haven't gotten into on the fifth quarter, I think, in a long, long time. But, Paul, I'm with you here. I don't like the white on white. I know, I know I'm going to be called... I don't know, a purist, a traditionalist, an old middle-aged white guy who's angry at the world and shaking his fist at clouds. But yeah, I like the white jerseys and the gold pants. And I like the black jerseys and the gold pants. That, to me, is Tiger Cats football, isn't it? The white on white, eh, it's just not my thing. It could be yours. That's fine. I'm I'm not saying it's bad. I just prefer the gold pants with either the black jersey or the white jersey. Maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe they want to give their their laundry staff a workout and have so many different uniform combinations to keep their laundry staff busy. I don't know. Joe on Twitter, subject line, Tie Cats win. Uh, He says, hey, Rick, man, it feels good to finally talk about a win. I need to start by saying player of the game was tough, but I will go with Frankie who had a great game. I was at the game tonight, traveled from Niagara, and boy, was I ever scared when I found out Andre Prue was the head referee. I was nervous because every game he seems to not like Hamilton. Also, not sure if you could hear, but he needs to learn to turn off his mic before blowing that whistle. On a positive note, the defense looked much better, but that O-line still has some, some rough plays. Okafor looks like he needs to go. The Owls were just running over the guy. But either way, excited for the team to get healthy and for our big home opener versus the Argos. Take care, Joe from Niagara. Joe, thanks for the email. Thanks for going to the game and representing Hamilton in Montreal. We need more fans like you. That is phenomenal. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Terry has called in to the fifth quarter. Terry, good evening. Thanks for calling. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. So I was just uh, wondering, is Hyra Lahu available? I believe he just got cut. Would that be somebody we can pick up for kicker? So, yeah, theoretically, yes. But, you know, as you know, when guys are cut from NFL teams, uh, they kind of hang around for a while, especially at this stage of the year, because with training camp still going on, guys are going to get hurt, other guys are going to get cut, and another team might say, huh, we'll try this guy out. So I don't expect him back up here anytime soon. But if he is available, definitely would be an option and would definitely be an upgrade over the two guys on the team right now. Yeah, definitely we have to uh, we have to try to improve that position. But my uh, vote's going to go to Evans for uh, player of the game. Okay. What did you like about Dane Evans tonight? Everything. Pinpoint passing. He was comfortable in the pocket. Um, looks like the offensive line does need a little bit of tweaking, but at least they, they gave him a little bit of time tonight, which is nice to see. 
Yeah, the O-line, you know, had its ups and downs. You know, giving up six sacks, as I mentioned before, is not something that I want to see. But Dane didn't seem to be shaken with any of that. He was very poised tonight. And, uh, yeah, I can't argue against your player of the game. My player of the game is Frankie, and that's fine. Uh, You like Dane. He had an awesome game and and is quite worthy for player of the game uh, honors as well. Terry, appreciate the call. All right, thanks a lot. Have a good weekend. Uh, That is Terry, and that means uh, he's gone, so there's room for you on the deck. Here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. You can call on your cell, star 9900, that's star 9900-905-645-3221. Email me your thoughts on tonight's game. What your gut is telling you about the Labor Day Classic. Rick at 900CHML.com. And vote for your player of the game. You can do so on Twitter as well. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. The handles at AM900CHML. Or at Rick Zamprin. Joe writes on Twitter, replayer of the game, is there any debate here? And tags Frankie Williams. Hey, give him a follow, at TTP Frank. Jeanette says, Sean Thomas Erlington for her player of the game. Yeah, he was good. STE was on point tonight. 10 carries, 73 yards, 1 TD, that 25-yard scamper, that hurdle. Yes, we want to see more of that throughout the season. Great vote by Jeanette. Ari writes, the entire defense. They contained Steinbach and made Adams look horrible. And Rob writes on Twitter, Frankie is the player of the game, no doubt. Frankie Williams, in my mind, yeah, player of the game. Still votes to be tallied, though, so bring him on in. Email from Angelo. And me and Angelo, you know, we got this thing. He sends me an email on game day. You know, here's what he's thinking. Here's what he thinks the final score is. And then I'll send him an email back. Yeah, I tend to agree more often than not with, you know, his guts. I think our guts are aligned, if I can say that. And, uh, you know, we were both kind of second-guessing how good the Ticats would be tonight. And whether the O-line would be able to perform. And whether the defense would be able to stop Steinbeck. And let's just say we were both pleasantly surprised. Angela writes, hi, Rick. Nice to see we still remember how to win as a team. When we give up that many sacks, normally you lose in this game. I thought Montreal thought they could run the ball tonight, and that didn't happen. I thought Dane managed the game very well and took advantage of what was there. I thought the game was won because the Tiger Cats played on a short field most of the night. I thought defensively, We were efficient and made the plays when we had to. Offensively, the new additions made positive contributions, and this was a huge win in a divisional game. Player of the game, Evans and Williams, Big Ange from the Creek. Thanks, Ange, for the email. On Twitter, Brad writes, Good game tonight. Not great, but a step in the right direction. Frankie for player of the game. We will all miss John here at the Cat's Claws. And that's another shout-out to John Mitchell, who recently passed away. And Jimmy V writes, Hey, Rick, loving the fifth quarter show. Huge Tiger Cat fan. Great win tonight. O-line needs work, but Dane killed it. Let's keep this going. Oski Wee Wee. Uh, Anthony on Twitter. I love this one. Lyrum on line one. <laughs> yeah, call him now. Call Lyrum now. Well, listen, if Lerm Haralahu wants to uh, be a Tiger Cat again, I'm saying, uh, yeah. Uh, When do you want to sign and how much for? And back up the Brinks truck because uh, we want you. Phyllis on Twitter says, calling Lerm. Everyone wants Lerm. His Twitter feed is going to blow up with all Tiger Cats fans saying, hey, come back. But, hey, I mean, when you perform, 
and you're one of the key contributors to a winning team, and you're no longer with that team because, you know, you're looking for a bigger payday, maybe a greater challenge or a different challenge with a new league and a new team, uh, you know, you got to respect that. Let him try out for, you know, those NFL teams. And, you know, it hasn't quite worked out to this point in terms of a starting gig, but, hey, if he wants to come back to Steeltown, uh, we will accept him clearly with open arms. 27-10, Tiger Cats beats Montreal tonight. Their first victory on the board. They're just uh, a game back in the CFL's East Division as Toronto leads the pack so far at 2-1. and one. Ottawa is at 1-1. One and one. And the Red Blacks will be hosting the BC Lions tomorrow night. I'm going to think that Ottawa is going to be jacked for that game. It's their first home game in, as we know, a long, long time. The Ticats will realize that uh, on the Labor Day Classic against the Argonauts. Uh, Home openers. And, well, in saying that, you know, tonight was Montreal's home opener, and they really didn't. I thought they were going to perform a lot better than they did. I thought they would be absolutely amped to be playing in front of their home fans for the first time in a long, long time. It just did not materialize. And, you know, full marks to the Tiger Cats for, on the other side, being on, you know, on the ball tonight. Uh, Dane Evans tonight, 15 of 22 for 183 yards, 2 TD. Sean Thomas Erlington ran the ball 10 times for 73 yards. Evans also ran the ball 4 times for 24 yards. Leading receivers for the Ticats tonight, Stephen Dunbar Jr. He was great. 6 catches, 95 yards. He had that touchdown catch that really set the tone of the ball game. A 30-yarder from Dane Evans about 2 minutes in and the Ticats were off to the races and they never relinquished the lead after that. Tim White, three catches for 62 yards. Acklin, one for 13. Brandon Banks, just two catches for five yards tonight. Kalinich, one catch for three yards. That was the touchdown. And uh, a good night offensively for the Tiger Cats. Special teams-wise, meh. Michael Domagala, two for four on field goal attempts. Missed from 37 and 50. Uh, He was actually uh, one for three, not two for four. Uh, missed from 13 yards out as well. And on defense, and, and this defense easily played its best game of the year. You know, holding William Stanback to 40 yards, holding Montreal to 10 points. Uh, this was the best game of the year. Williams with an interception, Santos Knox and Eddie Wilson with six defensive tackles, Simone Lawrence and Cameron Kelly with four defensive tackles, Julian Hauser are the only sack. For the Tiger Cats tonight, he had three tackles as well. This was a good game for the black and gold. There still are some concerns. Yes, penalties, nine penalties for 126 yards. That just can't continue. And too many sacks. Six QB takedowns tonight for Montreal. That's a few too many. One or two, that's fine. You know, that's going to happen. Six, that is clearly identifying an issue. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Got about 10 minutes left to play, if you will, in the fifth quarter here. You can email me your thoughts on tonight's game. That email is rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at am900chml, at Rick Zamprin. Ron has called into the fifth quarter. Ron, good evening. How are you? Thanks. Uh, boy, was I, uh, <laughs> was I cheering. I, uh, <laughs> we have a lounge here in my senior building. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was the only one there. Were you waking people up, Ron? 
<laughs> I think so. I honestly think so. Uh, Rick, I have a few comments. Okay. okay, the floor is yours. One is with the TN or TSN crew. They all, every single one of them, picked Montreal to annihilate us, and it was reversed. It was sweet uh, to see. It really was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to pick uh, this new fella, Dunbar, yep. but uh, Frank Williams, uh, he, out, he outdid everybody on the field. He was really uh, fantastic. And the thing with Frankie, too, is he was not only fantastic on special teams with a couple of great returns, but on defense as well. You know, the interception solidified the win, uh, set up a touchdown, but he had a few pass knockdowns as well. He was really, really good. Yeah, he was. Uh, I have been, uh, ever since uh, he joined the team, uh, I am a Brendan Banks fan. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard in the first one against Winnipeg that Brandon had uh, sore ribs. Right. And I wasn't sure whether or not, but uh, he was going to play. He didn't look half bad tonight. uh, But like you've been saying, okay. Teams are aware of his ability, Mm -hmm. okay? And uh, double coverage, uh, you're not going to get too many uh, chances. Uh, I would say, you know, another thing on that, too, is, you know, let's not forget that, you know, no one really had a preseason. And a lot of these, you know, Brandon Banks is like a thoroughbred. And these thoroughbreds sometimes take some time to get into their top gear. And I'm not making excuses for him, but I'm expecting him to have a few breakout, you know, outstanding type games coming up here. Yeah. Uh, Evans blamed himself that long bomb to Brandon. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, he kicked himself uh, for not, uh, tossing the ball better than uh, he could. Yeah, that that was a missed opportunity. That was a touchdown, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they said the commentators, uh, but I got to laugh. Okay, uh, with the TSN sports crew. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I said, they all picked Montreal, and. Uh, <laughs> the shoe was on the other foot. <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure they will reverse course for the Labor Day Classic. Ron, appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend. You too, Rick. Take care. Ron with the call here in the fifth quarter. Shaming the uh, the TV crew. Uh, listen, it, it is hard to pick CFL, NFL, MLB, NHL games. Uh, sometimes there are surprises or shockers. I don't think we should be shocked tonight. But the way that Hamilton was playing, you know, it wasn't really up to par. The way uh, Montreal was playing, not that they were, you know, world beaters, but they were playing pretty good football. Especially with their home opener, I think most people would have given the edge to the Alouettes. 
uh, that Highcats had something very different to say about that tonight. Uh, got an email from Arlene who writes, Hi, Rick. Nice to hear your voice. Gives us a sense of normalcy amid these crazy times. Thanks, Arlene. Uh, Frankie, all the way for player of the game. Dane and the defense really stepped up. Great game. That email from Arlene. It was a, uh, for the most part, this season, easily the best game. But it was a total team effort. The defense played great. Maybe not great. The defense played a, more than above average. You know, great might be a little bit generous in terms of the praise department. They played really good. The offense was good. Well, some stumbles here and there, especially with the O-line. Uh, and special teams was really good, aside from the kicking. Uh, to Twitter we go, and Brad writes, Gold pants in bold letters. Gotta agree. And Norm writes, player of the game has to be Frankie Williams, who set up 17 points with his playmaking returns. Albert writes, have to go with Mr. Williams. Phyllis says, I pick two, Williams and Sean Thomas Erlington. And Dave writes, yes, please start making the phone call and get him back on black and gold. I'm not sure what Dave is referring to. Uh, Richard writes, Dane caught that high snap to start the game and stayed focused, but I thought he had trouble with peripheral vision tonight a little. Uh, thanks for another great post-game show. No problem, Richard. Hey, this is why we're here. This show is for you, the fans. I always say it because, well, it is. And we, tie cat, we talk Ticats football, we talk CFL football because we love the game, we love the team, and... You know, sometimes this is an opportunity for you to vent and get things off your chest. Other times it's to celebrate and come together uh, as, uh, as fans. Our player of the game voted by you, the fans, is Frankie Williams. What a phenomenal effort tonight from him and by the Tiger Cats. Fifth quarter fan of the night is John Zumi Mitchell. Recently passed away from COVID-19, the ultimate Tiger Cats fan. R.I.P. John Mitchell. Big play of the game tonight. Frankie Williams' interception that led to the Nikola Kalinic TD. And uh, that is a wrap. Ticats 27, Montreal 10, our next fifth quarter broadcast will come after the Labor Day Classic as the Tiger Cats host the Argonauts. It's a 1 p.m. start time. For producer Ben Strawn, my name's Rick Samprin. Enjoy the rest of the night from all of us here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Where Ticats fans come together, win or lose. Listen after every game to the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate 4 on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.